Opinions and theories expressed here are exactly that, our personal opinions. We are sharing our thoughts in hope of sparking conversations about how we interact with media, stories, and each other. There's nothing wrong with a different perspective. We always keep it respectful, and thank you for doing so too. Welcome to Dankin' Daily, where spooky stoners discuss terrifyingly good films and pop culture moments that relate to real life. I'm your host, Ace. I'm Ray. And today, <clears throat> we are going to be talking about this classic film directed by Bob Clark's 1974 film horror slasher, everyone should know it, called Black Christmas. It's a goddamn classic, and... It's kind of like my first watch, and I did not know, like, like this is, like, the fucking pioneer, like, Jesus Christ. Like, it has so many great aspects. Before we get into the film, you know, we have to take some rips, and we don't have rips from the news, but we definitely have some goddamn good smoky smoky. We have some jelly, grape jelly, and we're going to be smoking that out of the bong today, and we also have a drink that we made up. Can you tell us the ingredients that make this so delicious? Well, I did post the link to the recipe and the actual visual for the drink on Twitter, so you can get everything there and on my blog, which will also be posted in the show notes. But we do have a Black Christmas nog, what I'm calling it. It's pretty much a dyed eggnog that is black. Um, it has... It is, we use the Fireball brand eggnog, and it is spiked with Fireball, and has some cold brew coffee in there. So it's kind of like a black Russian, but not really. <laughs> but for a black Christmas, so definitely sip along with us if you've got that, or if you want to make one now, go click on the show notes and get that little linky link so you can make it. And if you could, like... <sighs> share it like yeah, how sure. yours turned out <laughs> let like, us know so those pics we'll post them to our story and whatnot I know like, it. really fun because I, I don't know I feel like it's a different color every time I make it but shit it's black enough <laughs> and like next to a bong or something too like shit gotta shout you out dog <laughs> <laughs> definitely let us know if you make it and if you like it so yes, everybody light up whatever you're lighting up and let's Take some rips a hit whenever you you know whatever, whatever. <laughs> I mean the only real reason I don't have any rips is because I feel like the only thing I see is scream so I mean y'all know about that y'all <laughs> should know uh, we'll talk about it when it pulls up like it's just wherever you go it's even on like reddit and shit like horror reddit I didn't need to rock, like go through them again like four is my favorite Still, but I think that's just because I didn't pay attention to the other ones. But <laughs> didn't even pay attention to the other three, but mm-hmm. our opening is literally scream reference. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess let's just get into Black Grimos <laughs> since that's what we're here for. Right. 
Sam Black Christmas is the 1974 film written by A. Roy Moore and directed by, directed, directed by Bob Clark. It tells the Christmas tale of a sorority house that is receiving creepy and obscene phone calls. Um, they don't know who it's from and the police don't really seem to take it seriously until a little girl is found dead and one of their sorority sisters goes missing. Uh, as the calls get more frequent and more freaky, th everyone in the house starts to go missing too. <laughs> freaky. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, not like, just, just no. 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 Discomfort. Just no. no. <laughs> not like freaky 2020 where it's kind of fun. Yeah, no, Silly. No, no. no, this shit is like, what the fuck. So the cast is Olivia Hussey as the iconic badass Jess. Yeah. Margot Kidder as mm. Barb, my girl Barb, that bitch Barb, <laughs> um, Andrea Martin as Phil, Marion Waldman as Miss Mac, Lynn Griffin as Claire, Keir Dule as Peter, wow, I don't know, my, my spelling my notes is just all fucked up, <laughs> I spell Peter Patter, but anyway, <laughs> um, Peter Patter. <laughs> Arthur Hindle as Chris, James Edmond as Mr. Harrison, John Saxon as Lieutenant Fuller, Doug McGrath as Sergeant Nath, and there are actually three people that play Billy. So there is the voice on the phone who we hear, um, which is Nick Mancuso and Bob Clark, actually. <laughs> the shadow of Billy is also Bob Clark. And Albert J. Dunk is the hands or POV, the breathing, pretty much. So I, feel like I don't know why that couldn't just all be one that person. Be <laughs> they did what they wanted. So. Okay, director, whatever you want. <laughs> just, I guess whoever Nick didn't have the right hands yeah, or the right shadow. <laughs> Is it all yours a voice, Nick? Those hands are not believable. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what? Anyway. I'll be able to feel so, like, weirdly offended. Like, uh, my body is... I can't even cast a shadow, <laughs> and you don't want to see my hands. Like, what is the issue? Like, my voice is creepy enough. Like, what is... Like, come on. <laughs> Got the aesthetics and shit. <laughs> this is available to stream on for free on a lot of places. So you better go click and watch it. It's on Tubi, Peacock, Pluto, YouTube, Voodoo. I mean, YouTube. I was saying quotes because I'm pretty sure someone uploaded it. But um, <laughs> Voodoo, Crackle, and if you have Prime for sub with sub, you can watch it. And for rent again is actually for rent on youtube um apple tv for $1.99 at $2.399 so spoiler alert from here on out yes because we told you where to get it told you the premise i mean go watch it because it's some good weird creepy ass christmas shit with some you know psychological shit you know what i'm saying like who is it you know it's, those, those are the <laughs> kind of like a whodunit yeah, got a little <laughs> elements of everything christmas slasher sorority that's like three different horror genres you right there they just threw it in there but then it's like tackling good themes yeah. and it's just yeah iconic film they really assault you with the christmas music the lights <laughs> the, the 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 no i mean it's like but I guess it's the same thing for me 
We hear ganja in the background there, mm-hmm. always saying they're doing something. <laughs> but, um, like, for me, you get all of that Christmas spirit just for it to be, like, destroyed. Which, <laughs> I love. Which is why I really only watch Christmas horror. <laughs> <laughs> well, Barb definitely had that Christmas spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Them spirits. <laughs> She had a whole ass bottle and a glass. Like, didn't even give a fuck what anyone else was trying to do. She <laughs> the whole ass bottle and her little cup. A, a drink means the bottle. Like, <laughs> that's a drink. <laughs> like, was it a shot glass? Would you just no, pour yourself just, shots? I feel like it was a, just glass. Just a cup. Like, straight up, just average ass tumbler type shit. <laughs> Uh-oh. So like trigger warning for like fucking alcoholism, yeah, uh, <laughs> deep alcoholism. Trigger warning for abortion, abortion. Trigger warning for sexism. Trigger warning for dumbass police. Not that I mean, that's an everything really. I feel like horror does a really good job of displaying how fucking stupid police can be because some of it is like you know true crimey. <laughs> literally didn't know what fellatio was <laughs> and did not get the joke when they like pointed out that it was a joke so yeah. he's just there yeah. and, and constantly dismissed like the phone calls he was like it's probably one of your little boyfriends mm-hmm. like but very <sighs> typical like, so there's all they really hit the nail on the head for every theme that they're trying to tackle here in my opinion yeah. like just with the lead just having the back and forth with her boyfriend and this was like a year after Roe v. Wade was passed so even if they didn't let you know, they may not have meant to put that in there like that I just maybe they just wanted to give her a conflict but I don't feel like that was not intentional to have, like talk about abortion all this like it's going on in the country and that's very relevant to today still and then the, like the everything that he said is shit that people still say yeah, yeah and, it's, <laughs> very true. it's so pathetic and he's just a fucking baby he's just just he's just literally a grown-ass baby he uh <laughs> no he definitely is just just with the just the sly ass shit that he says like the piano recital like how did you think it went like bitch i don't fucking i know was not there <laughs> and he was sweating like ray charles on like a nice <laughs> dose of, of heroin like back in deep he was Georgia. sweating deeply <laughs> to be playing so badly like yeah. <laughs> what was that Even i was like, like what is this supposed to be like you really thought you were piano god up here bro. and bro what is this even what are we supposed to be hearing you are embarrassed <laughs> <laughs> and you're just taking it out. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, like, he's just literally a dumbass. Yeah. And doesn't deserve anything. Probably doesn't even need a kid. Really. No. I mean, clearly he, like, do. wants control. And now he feels like he's gonna be bored in his life because he didn't get his piano. Bo- like, bro, just go back to practicing Practice your piano. Like, fucking damn. God damn. Like, Idiot. So by, like... Who knows? And he just called her selfish so much. And, like, you're not thinking about anybody but yourself. You are you literally told her, like, essentially, what he said was, get out, have a piano recital. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> like, bitch, I don't care about you. That's why I wasn't there, exactly. <laughs> like, 
fuck you and your piano recital. There's not that much support you're gonna get when you're constantly telling people to leave. All this, like it takes a certain type of person to keep on trying to support you and shit like that. What she did, she, I mean, she was the one that like actually was trying and like, you know, it was a decision, uh, her decision and shit. But she was willing to at least like say something, talk something about. But it was a done data. Because you know that's that was her decision and that's it. But yeah, he he was just he just thought that he could say something that could make her change her mind or something like that. And yeah, other than just a conversation on why you, you can just have a conversation on just why and just that like that. You don't have to immediately just like change their mind type shit. And that just shows how much just immaturity and just not connected with just the world and problems and shit like that is going on man that's he wasn't thinking about anyone everything that he said to her was literally him that's it that's usually how the fuck it goes people just be projecting and you're like actually no go to therapy so this movie was actually inspired by the urban legend of like of course the babysitter and the man upstairs and the calls are coming from in the house urban legend but also by an actual murder that occurred in 1943 um it was the mother of the webster family who this is a canadian film also so this was a montreal murder 14 year old son george assaulted his family with a bat killing his mother his sister and brother survived but they had to go through very intensive surgery for their injuries and yeah he also attacked a family friend who was staying there and she eventually went on to like talk about it a little bit but you know she definitely does not have to because <laughs> what the hell and it was even reported like his school and his friends said that he was like acting weird in the weeks before and like he used to and i think this is ironic because he used to be like a piano star oh really yeah he was was, like really good at piano and then all of a sudden his like just entire mood and personality shifted and he just started acting weird and skipping school and being aggressive Hmm. and then this happened so i will definitely link the article to that also in the show notes so get a little tease there for not only you know the kind of backstory that they give who we eventually come to find out is Billy the voice on the phone and just you know all the male characters in here <laughs> but yeah and you know the the calls are coming from inside the house is the iconic line from when a stranger calls like it's the exact same line in both movies i always get the hairs on the back of my neck going you know what i'm saying <laughs> the calls from inside the house what you know what I'm saying? <laughs> i mean they i don't understand why they didn't tap the phone line that wasn't getting the calls like why does that matter necessarily and the fucking fuller said that he was the one that's supposed to be on the shit and he was like no nobody like no one uses that phone like bro tap everything i don't tap the attic i like for real i don't care (laughs) but that's the whole thing like as soon as it's opened you just see that someone is watching this house like there's somebody going up 
the side of the house literally breathing like, heavy <laughs> i don't know if he has breathing problems holy shit just breathing <laughs> all up into the mic hot mic <laughs> getting excited at the prospect of scaling the side of this house to get into the attic i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess but shit that was that was a little too fucking much i would not like after like billy is one of the most terrifying like fucking motherfuckers just by the phone calls that is one those are the most disturbing <laughs> exchanges yeah. of communication <laughs> there was not even an exchange like, you saying weird shit at me like, <laughs> let me lick it like picky pick like what? what are you talking about literally <laughs> he no i don't want to come face to face with this person like <laughs> fuck that shit like he's just like i they just listened to it for too long for me i would have been hung up yeah. like i i don't give a fuck bro it's christmas go like like she said go, why don't you all give the lamb a kai some of this yeah. like are we the only place you're calling the fuck like <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Go bother another sorority. I'm sure they would find this real fucking funny, but that's not. <laughs> no, that shit was not funny. <laughs> it was literally in the fact, and he, she literally calls him a creep, and then he says, just in the most normal voice, "I'm going to kill you." Yeah. Like, what the fuck? No, like the whole none of that whiny weird shit. <laughs> just straight up, I'm going to kill you. Like, what the fuck? But she was like. She's like, stick your tongue in the fucking wall socket. <laughs> like, Barb has the lines, though. Because she's, she's drunk. <laughs> she, don't give, she don't give a fuck. She's such a rude bitch. But, like, same. But, like, no. Because that whatever she said, that was literally disgusting. When after the phone, like, whenever Claire's like, you don't need to be like provoking him, because you know that girl just got assaulted. Right. He, she goes, you can't rape a townie. Like, bitch. Yeah, no, sit I your ass down, that, Barb. Like, I'm like, so, that's literally not true. Sexual assault can happen to anyone. You're a drunk bitch, Barb. Go sit down. Like, go to bed. <laughs> like, <laughs> till totally later. Like, totally you're drunk, Barb. Straight go up. to bed. Straight up. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> In my mind, Phil and Barb are dating. <laughs> okay. I give those vibes. And apparently the director said she was coded as bisexual. So Barb is canon bisexual. Just so everyone knows, bisexual, drunk, rude bitch. Me. Except I'm not drunk. <laughs> so for like, hi. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Definitely high. Because even at that seed, like the dinner scene with her, you... When the camera pans to her, she's looking at a Playboy magazine and, like, drawing on it and shit. Like, but also in the middle of dinner with your missing friend's dad. <laughs> like, like, he's just in the room. He's in there sipping with your Playboy. And he's like, um, my daughter. <laughs> like, can we stay on topic? Bro. Like, <laughs> no, but I wonder which one is like the more of an alcoholic her like Miss Mac like <laughs> Barb is probably the reason Miss Mac found that empty hey. <laughs> <All right. laughs> cause they are like fueling the alcoholism through this mouth like typical stereotype of you know college campuses and all that and that's why the whole townie line 
because I actually listened to my horror confessional. There's y'all should go listen to Miguel's episode on this too. My friend Anthony is on it, and this is actually where I heard like the explanation of the townie. Apparently, a townie is someone who just like hangs out in college towns to go to parties and like get drunk, essentially for free. Someone who just who like cops around on college campuses for the free booze and whatnot. So that's essentially her bar being a victim-blaming asshole. So, (laughs) (laughs) just that explanation. And like I said, go listen to my Horror Confessionals episode on Black Christmas as well. Really good um, and fun time. (laughs) Always a fun time with Miguel and Anthony. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's bar... (laughs) <laughs> and Mrs. Mac are just like it. But Mrs. Mac talks her shit like behind closed doors. <laughs> like <laughs> she will go in the bathroom and like that's more me. I'm like <laughs> like to mumbling to myself after I walk away. Like, <laughs> and then when she flips off Claire's dad when he walks down the stairs <laughs> after calling Claude a prick. <laughs> the cat is a prick. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I call Ganja a little, you know. <laughs> she a little bitch sometimes, but, you know, that's just when she's opening the closet door at night. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go to sleep. <laughs> Sorry. But, no, they continually call out for this cat who does not give a fuck, clearly. Oh, no. <laughs> like, not concerned about what y'all are trying to do. Even when what you're trying to say to him. Just pick up. <laughs> just immediately get out. Like, I don't want to stay in your arms. <laughs> And I really wonder at some points when we hear the meowing, I feel like it's not him. It's fucking. <laughs> it's definitely Billy. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, like, all the sounds he can make, like, shit, he can be a soundboard. He can definitely, <laughs> he can definitely do a meow. Like, yeah. Because, I mean, there's even, even at the beginning when they're listening to the first call and Phil's like, is that one person? Like, yeah. <laughs> that can't be one person. Sounds like, but <laughs> fucking Barb say no. It's a tabernacle choir doing their annual obscene phone call, <laughs> like a long ass shit. Like <laughs> Barb, Barb is on it, bro. Like any comeback, anything. No, she calls her mother a whore. No, 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 no. no her mom was wrong. A for real gold plated whore. <laughs> It's always specific with Barb. It's not just vague. Like, you are a thing with gold around it. (laughs) Not even, like, a legitimate... Like Like a plaque. Like, Like you're not real. You don't... You have gold on top of you. The inside of you is stone, bitch. Like, that's what she said. God damn. But no, she's... Her mom is definitely wrong. Like, clearly they have, like, a tumultuous shit going on, and everyone knows. Because even the way that, like, Phil and Jess looked at each other when she comes back and it's like well anybody want to go skiing like <laughs> she, they're just like oh shit yeah. what, I don't know what her mom is named like damn Sue must be on some shit like, like that same shit exactly. different toilet mine too <laughs> so they definitely are like yeah Barb let's go have a girl strip since mm-hmm. we know your mom just fucking bailed on you like the gold plated horse she gets yeah. <laughs> just, but, damn no. who am I gonna call a gold plated whore like, <laughs> That needs to be reserved for someone special. Your mother. No. <laughs> not, not, not like your mother. I meant mother, like, <laughs> that, because that's just such a, like, 
That's directed at someone personal. Yeah, <laughs> like that's a sibling insult. Like, that's, that's you a, get a plan. <laughs> that's a very family insult. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, supposed but, to hurt. Like I said, they give her. Um, at some point, Mrs. Mac comes back. They give her a moo moo, and this is when Barb has the like bottle. In the glass, <laughs> and, like just pouring herself a drink while they're giving Mrs. Mac the moo moo. Like, Mrs. Mac, that was so hideous. Like. It was intentional. What did she say? I wouldn't even wear this to get my liver out. <laughs> Bro, there's some funny shit in here. Like. No, it's, there's a lot of like wittiness throughout this. I mean, it is dark. Like the rest of the time, it's these disgusting phone calls people freaking out there's even a search party for the missing girl like and someone finds her we see their reaction to finding a dead little girl like yeah. all of this like it's black christmas like what are you expecting? everything happening is not happy like like i said it starts off with bob barb's mom being like haha find your own vacation right like, like it starts off that way 100. Like, how can we go anywhere but here like, like the fuck jesus christ so yeah. Miss Mac also has alcohol all over. Like she literally tells them to go upstairs so she can go retrieve her bottle, <laughs> which is in a book, like stereotypically carved out the shape. Usually, <laughs> usually you put that in the Bible, but whatever. That's, that's how I always found. She said them. B for booze, <laughs> and fucking she had it in the toilet tank. Yes. She had a bottle in the toilet tank and like straight up like like just, not even like in a plastic bag no, 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 or no, no, no. something just stagnant toilet water. So when you tipping that, <laughs> no, when you tipping that bitch, you're getting toilet water no. and the liquor. Tell me you're not. Mm. She didn't dry it off or nothing. So that's why I wanted to compare her to Barb. I'm like, how's the alcoholism in that? Because what would make you do that? And who is she hiding that from? Like, no, like, we all know. You have a wood side of your lipstick or your top lip, man. Like, you're fucked. we all know. <laughs> you're fucked up. You're not hiding shit. And I guess that's the difference. Like, Barb is not trying to hide her alcoholism. Mm, she's all. just like, she's trying to hide her personal problems. Um, but she was not. No, nah, she went right into the police station. <laughs> she didn't give a fuck. <laughs> That's another thing. Like both of them perpetually have cigarettes. Like Barb <laughs> and Mrs. Mac. Mrs. Mac walks in with her little cigarette on her holder in her mouth, and then Barb at the police station just straight up ashes. <laughs> that was see. Couch. I didn't know like the seventies, like the times and shit. I'm like, they just be ashing ashing anywhere. (laughs) That's disgusting, bro. Jesus. (laughs) I'm like, the whole time, I'm like, damn, where's she gonna ash that cigarette? Just keep getting, (laughs) just just ashes going. (laughs) Right there, a little right there, a little for the fishies. (laughs) (laughs) But even that scene, the contrast of all of those girls being like, our literal friend is missing, her dad is looking for her. And what does Barb say? You know, for a public serving, your attitude sucks. <laughs> like, she's not lying, though. Pulls out a beer, pops that shit right in the glass <laughs> in the police station. Yeah. Icon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where she gives them the fellatio number yeah. for the police because they're not taking them fucking serious because Claire is dead. Also, we completely skipped over the fact that Claire goes upstairs after Barb is an asshole and gets murdered by the man in the closet who sneaked into the attic. And like, 
one thing about this movie, like they call their names like a lot of times. Like I don't know, it was just like and and like on this, she was like, "Is someone in there?" Like she said that like yeah. fucking times. Like I'll be like, "Hey, I think somebody." And she said that like ten times, getting closer and closer. Like no. Yeah, this is definitely the very stereotypical like slasher victim setup at least, yeah. where everyone kind of makes all the wrong decisions. Just makes it so easy for Billy. <laughs> Just in his arms, swear to God. <laughs> um, but yeah, the contrast of Bar, like all of them, including Claire's literal dad, going to the police station and not being taken seriously, right. but then. Her boyfriend just fucking slams the door open. Bro, it's like, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me t- let me tell you something about what Chris. Yeah. Let me tell you something about Chris. He has one of the best fur coats I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> that is a nice coat. <laughs> God damn, that's a nice coat, dude. He had to kill like fifteen bears and pay fifteen million just oh for that God. coat. Just so he could walk into the police station with it angrily, soul to soul, and like harass the police who weren't doing a good job anyway. Like I said, they weren't taking shit seriously at all. <laughs> but. Good thing that they did and caused a ruckus and shit because then they got directed to the actually good detective or whatever like that and away <laughs> from fucking Nash. So <laughs> taking a little more seriously. So that's yeah. that's good because Nash he he just he just want to clock out. Mm. Yeah, he, he's, he's not doing anything extra, you know, or it's just his job. He can't even like what did it, what did he say? What did Fuller say? He was like, you wouldn't know how to wipe your nose without directions, <laughs> without instruction. Yeah, I'm like damn. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. Why is he here then? I don't want to feel to the end, but yeah, he just fucking just—he didn't even follow those directions just, <laughs> with the like. Just call. <laughs> tell her to walk out. Just tell her to walk out. You, you have know. the simplest instructions. You're like, God damn it! <laughs> like you're supposed to keep people calm in these situations. Who, but is this just like a? Like a I don't, like what your dad was a cop like what how, why how did you, you get here like you don't want this job sir like stop doing it horribly you, <laughs> you either never wanted to do it or you lost that fire because boy you got nothing for these motherfuckers you just want to hang up <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm sure it's just some fucking like your boyfriend bro. like <laughs> so. Of course, they're at the fucking police station because Claire is missing. They've been looking for Claire. They find the little girl. And like we said, while they're looking for the little girl, this is when Peter's horrible piano recital is going on. And he literally just pulls up to the house. Like, it's like, and it's like, asleep, I guess. Yeah. Asleep. Like, <laughs> so this is, I'm sure, like, where some people can, like, think who is doing this shit so like, okay, he's there it's him it's, it's the the one with the bob <laughs> and this during this time all the girls are out because they're looking for the missing little girl miss now i mean miss nash not miss mac <laughs> mac nash whatever um Mrs. Mack is like getting ready to go see her sister. You know, she's packing her bags, putting her makeup. 
And then she's looking for Claude again. Like, they call this cat so many fucking times. Bro. The cat is not coming. They call, like, all, even Claire. When she's like, she said it like five times. Like, it's clearly not Claude. <laughs> or he doesn't care. That's like, what like, I'm saying. At all. He's like, fuck what y'all were talking about. Like, I'm Roman. Whatever the fuck. After two, <laughs> I'm just shutting the door. Or, like, just leaving. <laughs> like, bye, Claude. <laughs> but Miss Mag, she went to the fucking attic. Which was just like a ladder cold. and it was closed. How would the cat get up? That's there? what she said. Like, so how? <laughs> that was clearly Billy. Yes. Like, so, yeah, like, like you were saying, like, it had to be Billy, like, doing that all across. And I'm sure he did it, like, in the closet, too. So. <laughs> yeah, because he was in there. But, like, the fuck? He's good. people are so. Like, he sounds like a fucking cat, dude. He also sounded like a woman and something. And, and a pig. Yeah, also. Pig. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think also another thing that I'm stealing from my horror confessional because I do agree with Anthony on this that one of the calls was like you hear the death of the little girl. I think it was the second one. That's the one is that is that two people? No, that was the first one. Okay, that was the first one. Oh. But I think it may have been the first or the second. Because both of those sound like someone is legitimately, like, choking. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, so, like, I was like, it has to be, I do agree, it does. Because why would that little girl just be brought into it if yeah, no, it no. didn't really matter? But That's a good, <coughs> that's a good catch. Yeah. <coughs> but, yeah, so, where were we? I think the... Out of fucking... Claude being called so many times, <laughs> like so. Many, yeah, so she goes up to the attic to find a cat that's obviously not in the attic because everything was closed. Right. And she sees Claire's body because the body has been there, um, and you get pans to it multiple times. You see Billy rocking her dead body in this rocking chair with like a plastic thing over her head, which is actually the cover, yeah, of the the like poster. So. That's clear. <laughs> so he's rocking her. And this part, after he kills, because she looks over to see Billy holding, like, a hook thing. Yeah. Which, why is that there? Like, <laughs> like to hang shit up, I guess. Oh, I but, guess. like. So, but could you, this is just an unrealistic death to me. It is. You're just going to, like. Perfect accuracy. <laughs> And so I guess he like did it like a fish hook. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's how he did it. He just threw it. Yeah, because I think maybe it has like those pulley things because she got pulled up. But like you just have that much force behind your like throws, and you did it perfectly to spear her in the head. Okay, got her. That that was that was something. That was something. And you see like the whole perspective. Like you see him. Like holding it and like breathing weird and shit, you know what I'm saying? You're just anticipa- anticipating this shit, and I I like that in horror. Yeah, like, I love the perspective of the fucking killer. You know what I'm saying? Especially With the unexpected. when you don't know, yeah, who it is or something. But so yeah, she gets yanked the fuck up, and then I guess gets he like <laughs> yanked the fuck up. <laughs> she dies. Like and then the ladder comes up and the door is closed again. Yeah. Like, but then Who's he next? has like a fucking like. Tantrum 
And this creeps me out so much for some reason. Like, I don't like it. Like, He's so unstable. It's, it's unnerving. <laughs> he, like, has throwing things, pushing things over, screaming, like, all, like, his name. and oh, It makes me super uncomfortable. Like, what yeah. the fuck? And like I said, Peter is just down there sleeping. Sleep. Apparently. Okay. Okay. Because when the girls come back, Jess comes back, she gets another call, and that's another thing. The calls seem to come after somebody dies. So she gets another call and is like, What the fuck, bro? Like, why is this still happening? And that's when Peter is creeping down the stairs and scares her. And she's like, What the fuck? You should have said something. Like, what are you doing? He, he was like, she was like, you scared the hell out of me. He was like, you scared the hell out of me. What was all that noise? And so then immediately was like, yeah, you supposed to have been here. Like, okay. <laughs> no, but my thing is, okay, what noise? Because was it me or did he legitimately hear Billy and was like, what the? Fuck? And didn't go <laughs> investigate or anything? He's a scary ass. <laughs> like, no, no. You heard screw some manic screaming and shit being pushed over, and you're just the like attic. <laughs> and you literally were like, "This is inconvenient to my sleep." Like this is like <laughs> that was that. Bro, you're not sleeping like, that hard. <laughs> okay, there's no such thing as that deep in the sleep. Like, sir, what the fuck? You should have been like, is something here? And then, <laughs> let's just say you were scared and you had to wait for Jess. I would have been like, Jess, I heard some shit upstairs. <laughs> right. Um, like, what? Do we need to call the police? And then she would have been like, oh shit, I was getting calls. Like, let's just call. No. Of course not, because he has to make it about him fucking self. Right. She was late. <laughs> he was waiting on and her. And she literally goes, we were searching for a missing girl. Like, there are bigger things in the world. He didn't give a fuck. Than your piano <laughs> recital. And you're trying to guilt me into not aborting this child. There are literally bigger issues. That's the thing. That's why he just went right into how much he's <laughs> suffering. Do you know how much this is like? I'm like, okay, yeah. So it was all just a guilt trip, and it did not work, <laughs> and it won't work, and it shouldn't work. But did you suspect him? I really did not suspect him, even though it because it was too obvious. <laughs> like he was there, he was there for that, and then yeah. like the like the chase scene afterwards, he was like. Yeah, I didn't necessarily suspect him, but I wouldn't have been surprised <laughs> if at least because he was definitely like <laughs> unstable. Saying, so I don't think he was unstable. I think he's just entitled and like sees women as pawns in his own life. I mean, anybody that played a piano like that is unstable. But. <laughs> What? But, <laughs> no, like how he played <laughs> the sweat. Um, but no, I didn't. I didn't. I did not suspect him because I honestly just because it was because it was just so many indications that somebody was in the house the whole time to me that it couldn't have been him unless he like maybe just was coming back every time like just conveniently before someone else is there right. like, I don't know and it's always the boyfriend so <laughs> nah. what was gonna do kill 
kill Jess? Like, yeah, with I mean, the but baby? like, no. But yeah, know? after they tap the phone, he literally because he threatens her. After she comes out, he's like, "You're gonna be sorry yeah. or whatever if you try." And she's like, "Bitch, get up the hell!" Like, I don't care. Like, because then when he calls back and is like, oh, "Don't hurt my baby," and he says, "I don't want to hurt the baby." So maybe oh, he did say that? Yeah, he didn't Should say that. that. <laughs> okay. So he's definitely like, like I said, unstable. <laughs> he's unstable. But that's not. But there's a difference between baby. male and enti- like. But that's why male entitlement doesn't have to be unstable. Like they're just they just feel that way. Like he said, so my it, it can't baby. be unstable because that's the only way that they think is no, no other side. No, I'm not saying he can't be. No, I'm not saying white males in general can't be entitled. Like it can't be unstable, which leads them to do these things. I'm just saying that there's a difference between male entitlement and just like like Billy. Like that's <laughs> like a, like all of these men here felt entitled to impose their shit on all of these women, and that's why this shit did not get done. Like that's the whole thing. Like oh, it's just probably one of your boyfriends. Like you want the baby after like after you gave birth type shit, and like that's what like all of these men are doing. Like the men, like even with Chris, like they didn't give a shit about even Claire's dad <laughs> like but as soon as her macho manly boyfriend walked up in there who also like he knew fully fuller for whatever reason so that's what I'm saying he had to know somebody like that's all male entitlement that's not the same shit necessarily as Billy's literally psychotic ass yeah that's a big <laughs> so, like, Peter and Billy's different <laughs> so that's what I mean by unstable like there's male violence is usually coming from entitlement not necessarily mental illness okay I mean it's a thing (laughs) it's a privilege that's what I'm saying oh we have a society that breeds all these beliefs that's I mean why was he like harassing them like the fact that Billy was even saying that shit he felt Entitled to do that, and what did Barb even say? Oh, I get those like what two times a day in the city. Yeah. Like that's I'm like this is just a constant thing that women have to deal with, and that's what all of this shit is. And it, it so that's what I'm saying. Are all males unstable then? If we have to constantly deal with these levels of this sexism and aggression and violence, dismissal of our experiences our wants being seen as a pawn in someone else's life without our actual like what we want being considered because even what's his face Peter goes she because she literally says you know how you told me that you wanted to be a concert pianist and I told you I had other things to get he says yeah you could still do whatever you want he doesn't know what the fuck she wants to do. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's, that's something that women deal with all the fucking time on different levels from different men. Regardless of dating, like, it's everything. How the police were dismissive. How, like, they were even not even going to consider that little girl necessarily until they started getting the reports. <laughs> yeah, it took a lot. <laughs> that's what, that is what I'm saying. Male entitlement. Because they know... That for whatever reason, well, we know it's sexism. <laughs> that women can be victimized on different levels, and no one will give a shit essentially, because 
man, we live in a patriarchal fucking society that coddles abusers, which is <laughs> straight up. You know, I feel like this really demonstrates that in the same way that I feel like mother demonstrates that, and like even P2 demonstrates that. Like, it's all of that. Like, all these men are sitting here the same, but they're like, well, I'm not Billy. Like, but you're still here dismissing. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. They're not. They're like, I'm not doing that. But I'm just gonna dismiss your whole life. I'm not gonna consider your feelings. I'm gonna make decisions without consulting you, and like all this like shit. Like, it's that's male entitlement. That's I feel like a constant theme throughout this. So that's what I'm saying. Male, all males aren't unstable, but all of them benefit from male entitlement and patriarchy, either societally or within their relationships and i feel like it's on y'all men <laughs> to unpack that because like the fuck all we're being all women and fems are doing is being victimized and asking y'all to unpack the shit all the way back from 1974 and <laughs> yeah look at that we're still dealing with the same shit that's really the point of this podcast and all media i feel like people aren't just talking at us even though I feel like a lot of you feel as though we're just talking at you. Um, no, we're trying to get a point across. Everyone's trying to get a point across. Even if we make it sound nice and flowery or scary or whatever. Like, the point is there. You either take it or you don't. <laughs> just opinions and fucking facts. And yeah, way back in 74, is <laughs> same. like I said, the same not like conversations like things about abortion those same things that I'm hearing in this movie is the same exact thing that I hear people saying or even telling me you know what to say or what they like for real like prep me what to say with shit like that and it's yeah it's, it's very why does anyone need to be prepped exactly so you gotta really just <laughs> it's a whole it's a whole cycle just like <clears throat> just the just the thought process of like what we supposed to be and how like strong we supposed to be it just it's 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 really just the downfall of us but uh we we don't see that but i mean even it, peter like if he had just literally just been vulnerable and not an asshole exactly. if he had been genuine and just come to her instead of like giving her the cold shoulder and being passive-aggressive and all this kind of shit. Like, like she said, there's nothing to talk about, but, like, in that realm. But there are other things that we could have talked about. Because you're clearly... You need fucking therapy. It's just like... <laughs> the moral of today's episode is men get therapy. I don't give a fuck what you have to say. Everybody needs therapy. No, I'm saying men. Because of the theme of this <laughs> episode and the theme of this movie, men go get therapy. Okay. So you can unpack why you feel entitled to dismiss women and them. So at this point, you know, who's dead? Claire's dead. Um, Mrs. What's her face is dead. Miss Mac is dead. Um, a little girl is dead. Peter's a creep. He's getting kicked out. He's calling her. The phones are tapped. The police are listening into all these conversations. And while they're tapping the phone, um, of course, uh, Barb is up there sleep, sleeping off her day of drinking, as usual. That's happening, like the whole outburst. Yeah, this <laughs> is, yeah. With the, what you said, a special species of turtle. 
can have sex for three days straight. <laughs> Did you know that? I should have looked up the turtle because, damn, just I don't know. three days. <laughs> but she didn't watch for the three days. She went to go see the zebras because they only take 30 seconds. <laughs> Premature ejaculation is a thing. <laughs> you know, whatever. And, um. <laughs> but, yeah, so she's upstairs sleeping. They're talking to the police. The police are tapping, whatever. The police leave. Tapping. Um, Barb, they hear Barb wake up. Like, with a start. And they walk upstairs. She's like grasping for her inhaler, which she uses upside down. Yeah. <laughs> and doesn't like I don't know anything about it. Doesn't like smoke whatever come out when you're done. I thought I, I literally don't know that. anything about inhalers. I don't know. But I'm stupid, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if they work upside down. But who knows? She uses upside down. Maybe it's a look. Yeah. Um, <laughs> think she's alive well (laughs) then (laughs) then she's like oh shit i saw i had a dream or something that i saw someone out the door Mm -hmm. and she's like oh calm down blah 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 go back to sleep um so carolers are now at the door don't know why you have to acknowledge them like (laughs) don't know like if I was a caroler, like wouldn't you like knock on the door? They don't answer. Go to the next door if you want to hear this just, shit. Just like oh, out you just, there you're singing, singing at my door. <laughs> like that's what I was like. What if I just don't do? Is there caroler etiquette? Do, do people live in places where carolers are normal? And if so, let us know. Is there like caroler etiquette or like like for the carolers or for the houses? Is it like? <laughs> Is it kind of like Halloween, like, put your porch light out type <laughs> shit? Like, what is, like, what is it? Like, what are the rules of caroling? Well, Krampus get me if I, like, don't answer the door for the carolers. Yeah, give me all that. Yeah. Like, killing holiday spirit or whatever. But I would just... He would have been got my ass, dude. I'd never, like, fucking fall up any type of fucking Christmas spirit. No, so, yeah, the carolers at the door just goes to answer for whatever reason, and Barb's fallen back asleep, and she was actually right about someone being at her door because she gets stabbed with this unicorn fucking crystal thing that she has. She has a bunch of, like, I mean, they have to be crystal because you know it's the seventies and they don't do glass back then. You know, she was expensive and whatnot. And, you know, she clearly has money if her mom's jetting off with random men to various things, and she can still go skiing. Like so, and she lives in a sorority house. So yeah. that's she, a lot. <laughs> she has these crystalline like statues, and she gets stabbed repeatedly with a unicorn horn. Mm. I mean, it's a very nice scene. Probably one of it's definitely my favorite death scene. The slow motion with the blood on the hand, you know, <laughs> passing the ornaments. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a nice, nice scene. Yeah, you get the little blood on the unicorn horn yeah, glistening, no. and they do light up Billy's eyes at this point. So you see that his eyes are brown, which is a contrast to Peter's eyes, which are blue. So you know they're not. That's not. Boy, <laughs> I would have known it. <laughs> known it? <laughs> yeah, I would have Yeah, figured that out, but I was not looking at their eye <laughs> at all. But yeah, that's cool. Cool detail. <laughs> yeah, but then who's Peter has blue eyes. Bucket. <laughs> 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 
that shit is literally disturbing like please don't ever scream and i don't even find the like gross things like the let me lick it and all that kind of shit that's not even what's disturbing to me it's the clearly trauma screaming in my ear because you like it's giving very much norman bates like yes (laughs) but through the phone not the dress like you're definitely like saying some shit related to some fucked up shit that happened to you because even like the mentioning of agnes and even she's like agnes there's like you got the wrong number there's no agnes here (laughs) (laughs) that's why it's like the scariest one like like somebody called my phone like seven days i'm like shut the fuck up somebody called like i'm a bitch ass like you know whatever but this motherfucker saying this shit you're not saying anything that pertains to me and that's like or anything in here like you're not saying names anybody knows like you're just literally screaming saying where's the baby that and even that with the last phone call when he goes um what does he say like like a wart removed for me i would have been like oh no like they were listening like that was here in the living room like no somebody's like here that's when I would have known personally. no phone going or nothing like yeah. this is what I'm saying it wasn't a phone call like right. there's this is the 70s like what they they don't have fucking internet to have they don't have a laptop to hack to like watch has them. a little bluetooth like, like, <laughs> like what year are you from <laughs> there wasn't a phone off the hook nothing got no Dr. Dre's and shit in the 70s <laughs> anyways no so like yeah what the fuck like he some like so or I would be like it's somebody who lives here, and then I would be like bitch come out right now like right. for real like stop stop <laughs> playing with me for real because you heard that so who's up <laughs> <laughs> who's up like come on come down the stairs nah, that, <laughs> that's the part of like the horror movie I'm just like just get it on <laughs> just come on like for real no. this is bullshit <laughs> like okay so what y'all bitches heard me y'all heard my conversation. That's it. That's what I would have assumed. Just dropping ass. Like that's what I like. Literally, I would be like, "No, it was somebody in here. Who the fuck is it? Come out!" <laughs> and why were you doing this for like weeks, you fucking weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, the calls are coming from inside the house. I don't know that I would go to somebody living in my attic and be like, "Which bitch? Which one of you was it?" Like. <laughs> I like y'all thought it was my boyfriend. It was probably one of these. It was probably Barb's drunk ass. You know, <laughs> for real, I can see her crazy ass doing something like that. I, I mean, I guess it would be funny on her. <laughs> no, but she talked to me. <laughs> she talked to it. That's not. That's, that's not. No. <laughs> but that's it could it have been two people it could have been like a scream situation where barb was mad at somebody and then she was like hey we're gonna do this shit and like i don't don't want it to be barb but like i I wouldn't be mad if it was barb (laughs) it'll be fitting give us urban legend tease you know because it does play off urban legend you know kind of thing maybe even that's where urban legends got it because that is a sorority slasher and it's literally based off urban legends and it's one of the friends like, <laughs> spoiler alert for urban legends if you haven't seen it <laughs> but you should it's like, what the, fuck? the chase scene really reminded me which texas chainsaw massacre like the first one uh, was that in 74 also yeah like just 
the 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 the, the silence and shit like that and just <clears throat> just the speed on these motherfuckers <laughs> it's just scary as fuck and it really reminded me of like the the first chainsaw massacre the same like scary fucking feel that new horror movies can't give me in like chase uh, chase sequences well i'm not gonna say that they can't i haven't personally seen i'm sure there's some that's like fucking you know like it feels like something's reaching on the back of your head like you gotta fucking run type shit but i have yet to see something like that so please let me know (laughs) i I want that shit i want my adrenaline going (laughs) but uh yeah it really reminded me of the fucking uh texas chainsaw massacre yeah that's when detective fuller asked uh, the fucking cop nash whatever He gave Nash some simple directions. And one of the <laughs> directions was just tell tell Jess to just immediately hang up the phone and walk out the house and leave. That's it. Don't don't give her anything else, no other questions. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he literally said if he messes this up, I'm going to kill him. Which I'm sure he's going to have to kill Nash, right? Like he fucked that up. <laughs> It's not doing anything right. It's literally, but that's police now. <laughs> so this motherfucker. Um, so this motherfucker calls Jess. Now this is after fucking uh, Barb is dead. She's been stabbed to death. Uh, and I don't think we horn. see Phil's death. Or was that Claire laid on top of Barb? Because when she opens the door, finally, because she obviously does not listen to them and goes upstairs. Cause she's, and that was another point. <laughs> she's literally, again, screaming for them for so long. <laughs> Yo, and she was begging, please, please, please. <laughs> that way he's fucking answering. Get you out. know they're dead. <laughs> because Nash, stupid ass, slipped <laughs> up. And because fucking Jess was asking so many <laughs> questions, like she, like she's the like I need to know why, when, yeah, where, like, like come on, like so he just got frustrated. It was like the calls are coming from in the house, Jess. Like yeah, you know, get out. And then she's like, oh, I'm gonna get my friends. <laughs> He's like don't go upstairs. Like you knew when you said that what she was gonna do, man. She's yeah. gonna ride a die for her friends. She's literally screaming at the first like so long, <laughs> so many times clearly not answering like then she goes upstairs and again opens barb's door and i literally can't remember if it's claire's body or phil's body because phil doesn't answer so i'm guessing it's phil's body that's laid across her i guess which even more i feel like solidifies my theory that they're dating <laughs> I don't know. Not die together. I mean, if you die together, then you're on like dating doesn't work. Like, like, just because I don't know. I feel like I get the t- the feels. I get the tone. <laughs> and that's did we? We didn't even see her death. That's what I'm saying. Like she's dead. So like yeah. Barb's dead. She like the person she needed to keep in check is gone. So now she's gone with them. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember Phil dying at all. Hmm. Have to go back and look at that. But yeah. But that's when the fucking iconic I seen, <clears throat> which I seen like I seen everywhere, but I never seen this fucking movie. 
<laughs> so right when I saw it, I was like, bro, when I first saw that shit, I just saw the eye and like him and Billy, whatever the fuck he was saying. Yeah. Like, I was like, that's some terrifying shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you see that, you see fucking, he's creeped up behind the door in the little crack looking at Jess. And all you see is the, the eye, and it, it looks fucking red. Like, it's literally, such a creep. Like, why are you looking at the. Just stop. That's all I want. Like, just cease. Like, your phone calls, talking to me, like, being in here, living. Just don't. So, just quick thinking, final girl shit. Slam the door. Oh, man, she's screaming like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she's running downstairs. Why couldn't she get the door open? Can you? Because the, I mean, at the beginning, what's her face, Mrs. Mac? That's why she had to get somebody to open the door. Oh, I remember? Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Because she's like, I've been calling him a million fucking times. Like, like <laughs> yeah, that's some fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, she. She could not open the door, so she, like, tried to run past, like, the staircase, which you see fucking Billy, like, he's hauling ass. You hear his ass <laughs> stumping down them stairs and shit like that. So she's trying to run past, bro. Nigga Yaga the fuck out of her. <laughs> she's screaming, like, bro. And that's, like, that's what it reminded me of Texas Chainsaw. Like, bro, I love yeah. this shit. Like, I love this type of shit. Snatch the fuck. Snatch the fuck, but she, like, fucking got the fuck away. She's... She's, she's, she's on the shit. I mean, I she's badass from the start. Like, that's what I'm saying. She's in the 1970s. The year after Roe v. Wade passed, telling a man that she's going to get an abortion. That's what I'm saying. This is clearly that. Like, this movie it, is very much addressing male violence and entitlement. And yes, to some degree, mental illness, but not really. Because this was, again, the 70s. They didn't. Mental illness was not really handled well up until it's still not the fuck. Anyway, but like, yeah. So that's this is very pointed. I feel, and I feel like the 2019 was definitely trying to get back that feel. I don't remember anything about the 2006 one. I'm gonna be real. May watch that tonight just to like revisit it. But <clears throat> and I believe that's when they go like deeper into uh, like Agnes. backstory. Uh, oh. And like Agnes and Billy, I think that's the one. So I probably would like to see what he Billy is talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but they in in this one they were intending to give him the same backstory apparently that they gave him in the original. They just left it out because they wanted him to be ambiguous and creepy, which I agree with. I think it's better without us knowing who he is or if he's just some random person. Like maybe he is related to these people and they just don't want us to know who it is. So like. I think it's cool, but <laughs> yeah, just a faceless, <laughs> creepy ass like mm. killer who just wants to lick it. <laughs> Please stop! It's literally like you want my fat cock, like yeah, sir. I know sure. it's small. The fact that you're describing it as fat and juicy, <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah. You're trying to stroke your own ego. You hear that, guys? Just say it's small. <laughs> Just say it's small. They're going to think it's big. There you go. That's not how it works. <laughs> so fucking. You can't. <laughs> the reverse psychology doesn't she work. <laughs> rushes down to the basement after getting yaga. And uh, so so she's like hiding and shit like that. And you, uh, But 
she like locked the shit. Fucking smart shit. Dude, she's doing smart fucking things. She got over <laughs> there. She got fast clothes. That shit locked it. He's being on the shit. He's welling. He's doing shit that I don't want to confront somebody that's like, like acting like the us, you know, and like in us, like <laughs> like the tether. Like I don't want, I don't want that. Like you, like we can't talk. <laughs> I I can't be like, hey, don't kill me. Like you don't give a fuck. Anyways, but um, so he finally like leaves after doing all his little whiny shit and fucking who is popping up. <laughs> Fucking Peter. Yeah. Peter's popping up in the backyard or whatever the fuck. Like, it's giving very much um, fucking Billy from Scream. And maybe that's. Like, you're too close. That's <laughs> like phone call than this shit. Like, you didn't hear none of that. Like, yeah. I, like, this obviously inspired a lot of Scream, too, because. Obviously. <laughs> but, like, and apparently was inspired by. Or did inspire. Wait, when did Halloween come out? 79? Yeah, 8, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, it did. A, it was very inspired by this movie, but I can definitely see Scream. I don't know. Shit. Lots of phone horror, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> I mean, even in Japanese horror, like One Missed Call, like The Ring to some degree, like, yeah. we don't like phones. Even now, with middle, not necessarily malignant, but like, yeah, they did, did, did go over through a phone that was like through radios and shit. Oh. Boy, that movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gotta watch yeah. that again. <laughs> gotta watch that again. <laughs> but, oh, and a Stranger Cross came out after this. It was 79. Halloween was 78. I was right? <laughs> what the fuck? I'm never right. But yeah, so. <laughs> very much influenced a lot of shit. Halloween could be taken as the Halloween version of Black Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, so. I see it. Except he doesn't say anything. Instead of saying weird ass shit. I would prefer it. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't say shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is more scary to y'all? Like some like Billy or like somebody that does not say anything and just want to murder you like which which one i think it would literally be art though like the combination of the like obnoxious expressiveness but you're literally not saying shit yeah like that's like billy in front of you but like with no voice right what the fuck oh yeah that's perfect like, <laughs> like what is wrong with you like i love giving art, all yeah. this emotion but no sound and you got a gun? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, yeah. Um, Peter's definitely a creep. <laughs> and makes himself look like the killer. Oh, For fucking real. Like, he was, like, calling her name. And he broke the fucking window to get in. <laughs> so, I'm hoping... Like, he actually heard something and was like, I need to help. <laughs> he was so just be, No, but that's what I'm saying. On the phone, he was literally saying, like, I don't want to hurt the baby. I don't, like, did you come here to hurt me? But then just because I was already being hurt by somebody else, you're like, oh, shit, I guess I should help. Well, it didn't fucking matter. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like. But it was probably on site. I don't know. Like. Did Jess just like bop his ass on sight? Yeah. <laughs> like we don't see like they'll just she'll just 
I think they like it cut like once he like got close and shit. It was like like just something. Yeah. And like. Well, I guess he killed her. Yeah. And I mean, they thought that Peter was the killer, so. Now she even though he's still there. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, she she killed Peter, and uh, like the fucking blood looked so fake <laughs> like it was so fucking radiant red like red <laughs> I was like bro that's like Home Depot paint like <laughs> swear to god <laughs> it was the 70s and probably like their last scene so they were like whatever <laughs> we already ran out of the other blood like, <laughs> yeah the other blood is fine like the one on the yeah. unicorn like yeah, whatever but that was just yeah I feel like that's the only one that used blood like that much because like the unicorn was just kind of glimpses and we just kind of see like blood spatter on them whenever she opens the door that but, was on his hand yeah but yeah so they think it's Peter because you know it's always the boyfriend even though sometimes it's not <laughs> <laughs> and then of course the phone rings so we all know that he's not there and then you can like hear his voice in the attic like nobody checked the fucking house like <laughs> like they did it like there are multiple dead bodies in this house just over there rocking claire or whatever who the fuck it is like yeah claire's is <laughs> max bodies are still there and so that's what they just went to the one room that, that had the bodies that she saw you didn't check the house you didn't tap the other phone like <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that shit, like, cost a lot, maybe, in Who the 70s or some shit. Who gives a fuck? That is your and job. And they're just like, as police we and did investigators. and no one uses this one. But in this type of situation, did you hear that fucking phone call? Dude, I'm mean, tapping everything. Like, and there's probably little cameras in the house also, did, like, for real. I don't know that they would, like... I would do but that like, shit. This dude is a fucking... Why would you not check the entire house if you knew the calls were coming from within the house? So... <laughs> like, why would you just assume? Like, if people are dying in this house, why would you just pull up to a dead body and just be like, oh, this is clearly not necessarily related to the person who is killing other people? Right. Like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like why couldn't you investigate uh, if he was killed by the other dude first you're mr open and shut oh, okay yeah. i mean he was clearly a gross human being because he's trying to force this woman to have a baby when she doesn't want to but like how do you think that's gonna turn out buddy she's gonna hate you and the baby and that's it okay there we go you There's happy this guy on tiktok who said he, it was like a tiktok and he, it was literally i saw it today and it was captioned when you, she wants to get an abortion but you don't let her and then she leaves you and the baby like okay yeah you I mean, said you wanted a baby you that's what he literally said he said but i did not let her so that's your child it is like you know. Now she did all that. You agreed to like keep it, like because <laughs> like they're just like, again men do she that shit had the all baby. the time. Who cares? Men do that shit all the fucking time. Like make you go through pregnancy and dip because they don't want to raise a kid. Like yeah. I mean, it's just 
here you go. You said I like that's what she did. I mean, you wanted to be <laughs> yes, I you mean, straight did. up. I you, mean, straight said, up you said. It's all I have to say. See, <laughs> you wanted that baby as a. That's just a piece. That's all that is. The baby's a piece. And if it didn't, probably didn't include her, then like the whole fucking game is like fucked for you. Anyways, in your brain. But yeah, that's uh. Didn't let her. So now. That's your baby. <laughs> I mean. She, like, what are you gonna do? Are you mad about that? That's what I'm saying. Like, if like, you wanted the kid, and that—that that is what I'm talking about. Like these, new, like if y'all would get, like, not y'all, because I know nobody fucking that listens to me gives a fuck about nuclear families and shit. Like, none of that shit makes sense. You don't even, you don't, you men, you don't even need a woman to have a kid women you don't need a man to have a kid nobody needs a fucking family you can do whatever you want as long as you have a good support system and people who will be there for you like the fuck stop and that's what i was like if you really if you men are admitting that y'all want kids we will hand them over and stop trying to like force people into these weird things like if you don't want a relationship but you want a kid then say that like then you can have it. Like, I, I don't get it. Anyway, but that's, but that's like I said, the nuclear family, heteronormativity, male entitlement. This is all the shit right here in this movie that <laughs> people need to start unpacking because clearly nobody's done any fucking unpacking since 1974. <laughs> Let's get to it for Christmas. Have these arguments with your family and your partners for real. Not arguments, discussions. Yeah. Some people will turn them into arguments absolutely because they don't want to listen. So if it starts to become an argument what are we arguing about people's lives and rights and how they would like to be treated in a relationship? So yeah, y'all definitely need to watch this movie. Like I said, it tackles a bunch of stuff on the background of Christmas cheer <laughs> and that's what I am here for I love the drunkness that's the Christmas to me mm. <laughs> sure I guess everybody get your eggnog whatever drinks people drink on Christmas I don't fucking know what is a Christmas drink <laughs> Something with peppermint, probably. Me making, like, literally four and being like, what's a Christmas drink? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just great. <laughs> I'm <gonna> practice. <laughs> practice? I'm gonna just do it, nigga. Well, what was your favorite kill? This of mine. Um, Miss Mac. <laughs> just because I just thought of like him literally hooking it, her, hooking her like a fish, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just threw it and like yanked on it real quick. Like, oh I got God. a, I got one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at it! And, like, oh yeah. my God, uh, man, I need to like really. I say like a lot of shits in my other rotation. I have no list for my rotation, but uh, this with with the with the lines of Miss. Uh, Mac and fucking Jess, that comedy and the fucking creepiness of Billy. Like, I feel like this should be a little like this should pregame me for like I don't know, like right after not right after Halloween, but like like 
This should be sooner than like Christmas to me. I don't know why. I don't know why. I feel like she's like a little bit like I don't know, a little bit after Halloween. You know what I'm saying? Like beginning of December, just to get you ready for like more Christmassy shit. Or yeah, I mean it's it's filled with Christmas, but I feel like it should be like after Halloween type shit, like. Keeping that creepy shit in you, you know what I'm saying? I don't even watch, like, <coughs> Christmas movies until, like, December 10th or whatever. I usually watch The Grinch, like, on repeat. Yes, the Jim Carrey one. I know a lot of people don't <laughs> like that one, but I fucking love it. Like, that's my people shit. People don't like that. I don't know a single person who doesn't like that version of The Grinch. Was, well, that's probably just Reddit. Reddit's a bunch of, bunch of people. Posers. But, anyway. Um, <coughs> saying shit. Just want to argue, but... <clears throat> like literally what the fuck that's not even an opinion i'm disregarding that so, <laughs> you it, can't just like the grinch like anyway it's usually on repeat and i usually repeat everything that he says during the movie like in my normal life type shit and that gives me the christmas spirit you know what i'm saying like even when i'm dressing i'm just like that's it i'm not going like i do that shit like it's fucking that's my christmas spirit nigga <laughs> but you know i mean you can watch whatever you want i'm not here to me. police <laughs> your fucking watches or the milk you drink or anything nah we 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 just doing shit different you know what i'm saying it's fine it's that's, I mean, that's literally why I just didn't want to do a Christmas episode last week because I just wasn't in the mood to watch Christmas shit yet. So, here we are getting into the experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, and it's like fucking not even cold here. It's just sunny. It was like 70. It's been 72 degrees on my birthday every year for the last three years. And my birthday is like the first week of December. I'm like, what? I mean, where's the snow? I mean, it doesn't fucking snow here. Or in the fucking south. <laughs> like, there's like nothing. <laughs> the south. It turns to ice and then it melts. It just fucking, <laughs> you know, it turns into the most dangerous thing like black ice. <laughs> like, Straight on just ice. Fuck you. And then goodbye. Little bit of shit snow. <laughs> you get nothing. You can't make a snowman, bitch. And then fucking black like ice. like the set of Jack Frost out there. Like, <laughs> with black ice. Bro. And that's, so, that's a bitch, too. <laughs> Sliding on black ice. Like, you'll be, you, any wet like looking spot you'll be shitting yourself that's me and like potholes boy like when i say mm-hmm. went through like three tires <laughs> in less than a month bitch i'm looking at every fucking crevice in the ground fix what the level? damn potholes Please. But, yeah, i mean if i say fix the damn potholes and you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about I don't know. you're that girl no, I feel the shit out of that. <laughs> nah, you got my back in now. I mean, <laughs> for real. I just That's mean, the one thing these politicians said that right. <laughs> I mean, I just been not in the like, um, what is it? What are the weird? What are the conservatives saying right now? What are they saying? Yeah, there's like something. Let's go, Brandon. Okay, so apparently at a NASCAR thing, the. They were literally saying, like, in the crowd, this dude, Brandon, won, 
like the thing. I don't know. I don't watch NASCAR. I don't know none of these okay. people's fucking okay. names. That's what I'm gonna Brandon this one. With. Brandon one. So I thought that was his name. Brandon one. <laughs> no, guy Brandon one. Okay. And so the crowd, for whatever reason, was chanting "fuck Joe Biden." What? And yeah, like this is yeah, I saw it on like the the fucking I saw the news thing about it. I was like, what? Yeah, like at NASCAR, like after this dude won, like he I don't even I don't I don't and that's what I'm like, does he talk about politics? I don't think he gave a fuck. Because the the <laughs> announcer who would like interviewer who was talking to him goes, Oh, do you hear that? They're saying, Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> like, cause, you know, they can't really hear. Like, they're the track, whatever. They're oh, thinking shit. he's, they're cheering him on. Yeah, yeah. And so, of course, now conservative people are just randomly saying, Let's go, Brandon, to mean fuck Joe Biden. See, I would never. That's what, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like nobody would have known had Joe ever explained it or done that. Like no. <laughs> what the fuck? Let's go, Brandon. But it means yeah, fuck, fuck Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. Why were they chanting? That's what I'm saying. What the fuck did that have to do with the person winning? Like, I mean, is NASCAR like to like sponsor anything that Trump done or anything like that? Is I that don't, the thing? They literally banned Confederate flags. Like they're I feel like they're trying after, they're yeah. about to start to rebrand. I hope y'all know that. Yeah, after like, the flag, <laughs> I forgot his, how did I forget Bubba. His, yeah, Bubba, yeah, Bubba. No, like NASCAR is about to do Watson. a rebrand and y'all need to like I know like I live in a net like let's be real. I live in a place where a, like multiple NASCAR famous NASCAR drivers came from. So I'm just like I like, <laughs> I that's where we are. Like the, I and I'm saying this as I can go down the fucking street and there's a plaque to whoever the fuck is in NASCAR right now. I don't know who the fuck it is because, like I said, I don't do NASCAR. I just know that I drive past this fucking sign that says "blah blah blah" is from here and NASCAR blah blah blah. Like he's in there and his whole tracksuit. Like it literally. I don't even know who it is. Literally. So um, that's what I'm saying. Uh, y'all need to be prepared for the rebrand that NASCAR is about to do. Bubba. Wallace, not Walt. Is it Walt? It's Wallace. Bubba Wallace. I think it's Bubba Wallace. I fucked up his name. I'm thinking of like Deshaun Watson because he like he's getting looked up a lot. Yeah, I think. But yeah, like they're because like realistically because of media, there's gonna be more people who want to NASCAR drive. This is so fucking off topic. <laughs> Because I've even gone to TikTok, like, there's so many, like, women on TikTok who are NASCAR, training for NASCAR right now. And I'm like, literally, I'm deadass about to consider it. Like, y'all thought I was joking all those years about my NASCAR career. I'm about to be in the first fucking black (laughs) queer NASCAR female bitch. Yeah. Like. (laughs) After the fucking, fucking manifest that shit. (laughs) I was like, yeah, NASCAR has something to do with you. (laughs) Something. (laughs) <laughs> me like bro y'all this has gone so off topic we're probably gonna cut some of this out anyway but like that was weird like <laughs> literally talked about nascar for like a day <laughs> there's a nascar like thing being towed talking time. about like <laughs> 
talking about it. Like, talking about the accents and shit. Yeah, like, I'm literally going to rebrand my whole life once I become a NASCAR driver. I guess I'm going to have to delete this whole podcast yeah. so no one will, like, hear my real voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to blackmail you later. <laughs> my real voice. Like, it gives a fuck. <laughs> so I'm going to flip and reverse it, bitch. <laughs> so that I can do white things. <laughs> um anyway so what would you rate black christmas (laughs) oh shit this is a good fucking movie but i'll give it like a mm, damn it's a classic fucking for me for me i'm gonna have to get this uh 3.5 too high but i did enjoy it but I mostly the part that I enjoyed the most was like just the chase scene it was like very short <laughs> but 3.5 good movie good good lines very um uh very uh very good topics you know what I'm saying so it's one of the first movies just like straight up not like ah, I'm considering not having the baby like straight up I'm having an abortion like, <laughs> so it was like straight up like real shit and I appreciate that so it was cool it was cool yeah I would give it a four I like it I'm definitely I love the 70s which again y'all should listen to the my horror confessional episode on it with Anthony Jerome and Miguel they look I mean Anthony's a guest on it it's Miguel's podcast but <laughs> in contrast to Anthony I love the 70s and I feel like this is a very perfectly it just feels like the 70s looks like the 70s the filmmaking of it the topics the what they i don't know i just feel like it's very good but also very relevant good kills so yeah very creepy villain yeah <laughs> even though you don't see it which i feel like adds to the creepiness again i don't know that it would be it would be that as effective for me if we ever got to see him fully or it was revealed who it actually was or yeah so full of styles yeah definitely gonna have to go back to the remakes 2019 it's like (laughs) I'm not the target audience is really it but like I do appreciate multiple things in it but I definitely have to go back to 2000 whatever one because I don't remember anything about that one like, <laughs> at all. I remember clicking it. I, that's it. <laughs> don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you. Bubba Watson is a golfer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. So Bubba Wallace is a NASCAR, and I was thinking about Deshaun Watson, which is a football player. Gotcha. Okay, we're gonna have to edit that. Of course. Heavily. Cause, like, <laughs> don't want to get out where I am, even though people technically know where I am. Oh, uh, yeah. But, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Millington and. Not, yeah, I just have to cut out that shit. like, yeah. I guess, what if we found a noise? Like, we need our own bleep noise. I don't know. But anyway. 
<laughs> no, because like um, internet urban legends, whenever they curse, they put like a noise over it. Mm-hmm. Like so, it's like what if? So they can censor it. Yeah, like where? Where yeah. do I find one? I curse too much. But this doesn't matter. That doesn't. Not like no. I meant like location wise, like things that we know we can't use that for cursing. Yeah, and there would be no reason to. No, I just thought of that. <laughs> Even just yeah. But, uh, yeah. <coughs> Very good film. You should definitely check this out. Um, I'll, I like, you should watch it, like, of course, on Tubi for free. But I don't know. I like when full movies are on YouTube. It makes it, make it feel a little dirty. So I like, I like watching it there. So, you know what I'm saying? Not advocating illegal no, watching no, 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 no. of movies. <laughs> That's a naughty thing to do. But shit, you should go over there. But I mean, it is on YouTube for rent. <clears throat> you should search it mm-hmm. and look it up and then click on the one that you feel you should watch. <laughs> I actually want the fucking uh, the scores for this shit also. I think they like remastered the scores and shit. <clears throat> it had like it reminds like this shit reminds me of Texas Chainsaw. It's just like creepy ass metallic shit. And just, I, I like shit like that. So I, I need to find that. But until next time, fucking <laughs> chickadees. What the fuck? <laughs> anyway, so next chickadees. So <laughs> um, on Thursday, <laughs> we'll be doing dead in with our good friends. Slash her lovely. Um, it's gonna be really fun. Um, yeah, always one of the weirdest movies I've watched in like mm. since I watched it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, honestly, I've not seen any more just like mind boggling and confusing movie, but like, in just one set, like, yeah, like the single use sets really set it. I guess for sure. <laughs> that starts fucking with your brain. That's just like wait, like the Silent Hill P two game, a PT game. I want that. Like it's the same shit, but it's like it fucks with your brain when it's like the same like setting, but like something a little different type shit. I love shit like that. I want to play Silent Hill, but yeah. So y'all go watch Dead End. That is also. More. <laughs> that is also on Tubi and yeah, other things. <laughs> I don't know what other streaming service it is on. I'm sure it's on like video to rent and all that kind of stuff. Of be, you know, we love Tubi, so <laughs> we're gonna shout. If it's free there, that's where. If that's go. where we're. That's where we're gonna tell you to get. <laughs> so y'all. Watch Black Christmas, watch Dead End, add them both to your Christmas rotation. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we'll see y'all on the other side of the road. Dying? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on that road, yeah. who knows where the fuck we're going. <laughs> see you at Marcotte. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at Dank, the letter N, Deadly underscore pod, and on Instagram at Dank Deadly underscore pod. 
And if you'd like to send us an email, you can email us at ding, the letter N, deadlychats at gmail.com.